0: The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, o Lord. On that day, as evening drew on, Jesus said to his disciples, Let us cross to the other side. Leaving the crowd, they took Jesus with them in the boat just as he was and other boats were with him. A violent squall came up and waves were breaking over the boat uh, so that it was already filling up. Jesus was in the stern, asleep on a cushion. They woke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? He woke up, rebuked the wind, and said to the sea, Quiet, be still. The wind ceased, and there was great calm. Then he he asked them, Why are you terrified? Do you not yet have faith? They were filled with great awe, and said to one another, Who then is this, whom even wind And see obey the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. We have a powerful story in the gospel today, and we would miss. The significance of this story, if we don't look at and dissect a little bit the fine details of the gospel, the time of the day when it happened was the very first thing that the evangelist Mark told us. It happened as the evening drew near. The evening in the biblical tradition represents a lot of things. It represents darkness. It represents adversities. It represents upheavals, challenges. And we would know as the story progresses why Mark mentioned the time of the day. The apostles and the disciples were about to experience adversities. They will be fearful of their lives. But at the same time, the time of the day that Mark mentioned right away in the gospel also represents what was happening in the hearts of the disciples. Though they were following Jesus for quite some time already, their heart was still in the evening mode. Their faith was still not that strong. And it would be challenged once again. It would be put to the test. And Jesus said to them, Let's cross to the other side. What's the other side? Where were they that they had to cross to the other side? Well, they were on the side of the Sea of Galilee. They were preaching. They were, Jesus was curing the sick, doing his usual ministry. And he was well received in that side, on that side where, where they were. And Jesus told them, let's go to the other side. And what is this other side? It is the region of the Decapolis, literally, geographically. And the Decapolis is a pagan territory. The disciples were like, what? Are we going to go there? Why don't we just stay here? We were received here really well. You did well. Look at this. You have so many people swarming around you. We were welcome. Why are we going there? It's an uncharted territory. They would be hostile to us. The invitation to go to the other side is an invitation for the disciples to get outside of their comfort zone because they were getting comfy they were getting comfortable and they needed to they needed to be challenged a little bit in their faith so that they can grow but going to the other side was not easy going outside of our comfort zone is turbulent We will be faced with adversities just like literally as they were crossing the sea, they met great adversities. But Jesus was telling them actually, what you're going to experience in the sea, I mean he did not say this there in the gospel, but Jesus was like, what you're going to be experiencing in the sea is a foretaste of your journey to discipleship. Your life would be threatened. You would be persecuted because of me. And are you ready for that? A violent squall came up and waves were breaking over the boat. You know, we have to be very, very... We... we, we have to pay attention to the details. a violent squall. you know English is not my first language, so i I went to uh, to check the um, the meaning of squall and uh, it's a very interesting term um, it is a very interesting the uh, translation of the original Greek. Actually, the original Greek for the squall is lylapas. But there is another another simple term for this in English. It's like not even storm, but a very specific kind of natural occurrence. I cannot forget how my it's just one of those days. Okay, let's, let's, just, let's just settle with squall. But, you know, Mark described it as violent. And, and the disciples were truly horrified and terrified. Guys, these are not just simple waves. Majority of the disciples were fishermen. They're used to uh, they're used to being tossed by the waves. <laughs> but if they were fearful of their lives, we're talking about here, I, I don't know, probably almost in the scale as of a hurricane. And it just came out of nowhere. The storms that we experience in our lives, the biggest storms that we experience in our lives are oftentimes are are oftentimes just come out of nowhere. They surprise us. One just goes to his or usual yearly medical checkup and suddenly after a few days you get the results of your blood works and your usual tests and that life changing news that you have, a big C, just suddenly turn your world upside down. Or you were just talking to a family member, you know, and you were planning to see each other for dinner or for lunch in two days, and after two hours of talking with that person, you got another call, and, then you, and you learned that they were in a deadly or tragic accident. Or you think that, you know, you, one has been married for so long and you think that everything was going well and suddenly a spouse breaks the news and say, I don't want to be with you anymore. A lot of the big storms in our lives are unexpected. And when these unexpected storms happen, we... We lose compass. We're overwhelmed. Well, we're human, and rightly so. We are overwhelmed, and we don't always think straight, just like the experience of the disciples here in the gospel. You know, we have our unique storms in our lives we all share you know this experience of storm you know small big medium tidal waves or hurricane and at times tsunamis but sometimes not or not everyone though not everyone remembers that they have a Savior, a Deliverer. It happens to me when I am in the midst of a big storm. I fall on the question of the disciples, do you not care that we are perishing? I've asked that question in the middle of the pandemic. It's like, oh my, Until when will this gonna, you know, until when are we going to be in this boat? Do you not care? Do you not care that we are all in this, Lord? And right away, I could hear him in the words of the disciples today Why are you terrified? Do you not have faith? What's so interesting about this, in The the evangelist Mark describes what Jesus was doing. Jesus was in the stern, asleep on a cushion. He didn't even just say Jesus was asleep. He was asleep in a cushion. It's like, you know, he's snuggling his favorite pillow. (laughs) While everyone else was just frantic. I was just like, This is just a very interesting description. It also highlights that the disciples or the apostles physically and fully, were fully awake, but they were sleeping soundly in their faith. They were in deep slumber in their faith while Jesus sleeping soundly was fully awake in his trust and faith in the father how many times i found myself in the shoes of the disciples i'm physically fully awake but when i'm confronted with big storms i am my faith is in deep slumber this also gives us a huge an interesting thing: um, understanding of the person of Jesus. Why was he asleep? Well, he was tired. <laughs> he spent so many days curing the sick, proclaiming the gospel. He is fully human, just like us, accepting and and uh, taking on everything. What it means to be human, except sin. He was tired. You know, he he takes on our own tiredness, but at the same time too, he the story gives us a huge understanding of his divinity, that he is actually in control. Jesus is telling his disciples, "You know, guys, you just have you just saw me curing the sick, raising the dead, making the lame walk." You think this, this little, this storm I couldn't handle? Where is your faith? And I hear that sometimes in my, you know, in my, don't, don't think that I'm hearing voices, okay? <laughs> but sometimes, you know, when I doubt, God reinforces right away, you fool, Carrie. How foolish you are, you know? Look back on the things that I've done for you. Look back at the things that I've shown you. Look at the things that I've delivered you from, from the past. I've always been there. Why are you losing faith right now? Your task is just to be faithful. Your task is just to increase your faith. You know, this just reminds me also, this just reminds me also of that famous, is it the poem or whatever it is, The Footprints in the Sand. You know, two sets of footprints as he or she is walking in the path of life and the shore. And it's like in great moments, of, in happy moments and those joyful moments, there were two sets of footprints. Somebody was accompanying him or her, but when he looks back on those times that he was suffering, there was only one set. And he's questioning, where were you when I needed you most? And the Lord said, you only saw one footprint because that was mine, because I was carrying you in my arms. We forget at times that we are being carried. (laughs) They were terrified by the big storms, but in the end, they were more terrified after the storm. Interesting. They were filled with great awe. Actually, this is, I'm sorry you know about this, but this is really a very lame translation. The original actually in here the, the original translation, I'm not saying that, I should trans- that we should translate it in the way I want to translate it, but the, the Greek original actually wants to em- literally, but it, it, it sounds awkward in English, though. The, the literal tra- translation is, they were filled with great fear of the fear, something like that. They were fearful of the fear. Do you get my point? It doesn't make sense, right? What what it means is that they were fearful of who this person in front of them, that even the wind obeys. It's like, who is this guy? Because finally, it's starting to sink in them. Oh, we are really in the midst of the Messiah. We are really in the midst of the Messiah. What kind of storms do you contend with right now in your life? And what's going on underneath? Is there helplessness? Is there despair? You know, I've been here for almost eight years now, so you know, I've traveled in with some of you in your boats when you are being tossed. And the only thing that I could do is not to say anything except to accompany because there are just no words. But constantly, the Lord assures you of His great care and love for you because He truly cares. He's a loving father. And he constantly reminds us, I am your God. Be still. Be quiet. I'll take care of this.